dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Episode 125. Because I surely forgot that fast. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, bro? Man, chilling, man. Woke up with a headache. You just wake up and just, my, like, just. Ugh. Yeah, one of them wake ups, man. Mine are normally because of my allergies, but uh, is yours control induced? Nah, I had a light weekend, man. I had you know, I sat back, just you know, chilling out, watched a little NBA last night, and mm-hmm. watch Rondo not shoot the shot. Yeah, man, Rondo sabotaging, man, he trying to sabotage. He, he went that starting spot back. He went that starting spot back. <laughs> I don't think that's how you gonna get it done. Not man. at all. Not at all. The girls ready for Halloween? They are, man. They got to go to uh, uh, I think it's Christian Life Center. They do like a like a Saturday thing on Halloween week where they do it like inside their church. They got a huge, you know, mega church. They got to go do that with my mom. They uh, went to a sleepover, so they had a, a busy weekend. It was it was a bunch of running around, taking the kids to and from the babies. Everybody kind of you know weather changing. Everybody coughing yeah, and dog. getting all that. So we we had to we had to get out the house a little bit because we've been in the house all week, kind of yeah. just dealing with that. So yikes! Hey man, was it this cold when we were kids? When we used to go try trick or treating? Nah, it I couldn't mean, be. A couple of them, maybe. Dude, but I don't remember it being like this. Granted, I ain't do shit yesterday, but <laughs> I would a few times I did go outside yesterday. I was like, "Damn, it's cold." Yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm half white, so I struggle <laughs> with the weather change. <laughs> I, uh, I went to the store yesterday in some shorts and a hoodie, and I'm like halfway. I'm halfway to my walk, and I'm like, "Ooh." A little biting out here. <laughs> Can't be getting this off like I used to. Oh, man, your blood thinning out, man. Your blood yeah, thinning man. out. But we got a guest in the building today, bro. We definitely got a guest in the building, man. One of uh, Dayton's best kept secrets. Facts. Like, facts. Like facts. to say. My dude, Jason. What up, boy? What's up, man? How y'all doing this morning? Good, Chilling, man. man. How you doing, bro? Late night? Yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> Late nights, early mornings every day. Yeah, yeah, man. Where you at? Man, I was a little bit of everywhere. I was at the Oregon Arena, gyms, uh, Sheiks. I was everywhere for real putting flyers in. Promote my event, so I be trying to hit everywhere. Yeah, man. I go to at least three, four places every time I go out. That's what's up. You, you, you pushing something pretty big for the city, man. You wanna, yeah. You want to tell us what it is, or we, how we gonna how we gonna segue into this? No segue. What you got going on? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I got the Got My Hustle Up movie. Nice. The premiere is on Wednesday at Victoria Theater. It's a, more than just a movie; it's a movement. So we just getting started. Wednesday, just the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Wednesday and Thursday. It's just the beginning, so we just getting started with this Got My Hustle Up movement. What made you want to do a movie? You know, what made you want to sit sit back and say, I want to do a, a real-life movie? I mean, to be honest, once this movie drop, everybody will see. Like, I've been doing this. Like I said, I shot a movie in 2010 myself. I shot and edited. Uh, I also had a movie with Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Nice. Uh, you can watch that trailer on YouTube. The, the footage was lost, though, mm. like years ago, so that movie ain't never get to get released. Mm. So when people look at me and see this movie now, they think that I just 
started on this. Now I done been to, and I done been in like four movies that people done started on that never came out. So mm-hmm. I done learned from the mistakes they made mm-hmm. and the mistakes I made making my first movie. So it's been a long process. Like I said, I've been working on trying to make my first official movie since 2010. So wow. it's Whew. been a process, man. So to get here at this point mean a lot to me more than people would know. But once this drop, you'll be able to see my old movie. I'm going to drop that on my website, too, and show people where I started from. Nice, nice. Who you got filming it for you? Uh, well, this first project, I had my dude Peso. Yeah. He shot that. Um, shout out to him. You can't make this a podcast uh, visitor. Yes, sir. Yeah. He's been on. Shout that link Peso. is somewhere in the bio. Definitely. Somewhere you can find that podcast. Definitely. Continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my dude Peso, he shot it at my dude Mouse from Five Time Media. He helped with the sound. Had a couple people from ICB help with the sound and color correction. My other guy, Anton Batiste, helped with I just put everything together. Put together my own film crew. So it was a, a collective effort from a lot of people. My dude, Savant, he helped me with a lot of stuff. Mitch, it was a big team effort. A lot of people contributed in different ways. So in my eyes, everybody working together, even though they don't know they're working together. So it's just building this team together right now. And you got the soundtrack too, right? Yeah, the soundtrack. I just dropped it last night, basically, but it officially dropped on Wednesday, the same day as the premiere. You'll be able to download it on all major uh, websites and all that. Nice. Who all on it, man? Because I know it ain't just all about you, like you were talking about with the whole filming of the movie. Uh yeah, I definitely got all the hottest artists from the city on there. From like I said, myself, Kooji, Mike Lansky, C Money, uh, my dude QB, uh, up and coming artists like CG, Remy, uh, D Shiny, and, and everybody for real. It's, it's a mixture of people. I got some Ready Baby on there. How'd you pick the music for the movie? Was it just like songs that these guys already had, or did they get like an extra sneak peek of the movie and write music? For the movie? Uh, well, some of it was, uh, to be honest with you, most of it was just myself, just being up late nights and just all this came from my head. So when y'all see the movie, a lot of this came from my head. I've, I had these ideas for years and put the script together and all that, but and I knew the scenes. And just from being up all night looking at different videos, I picked the songs that I felt like would go to the scenes. And then I had certain people submit songs and, it basically all just came together, man. That's all. That's the best way I could put it, man. It was all meant to be. It wasn't really no, you know what I'm saying, big process on how I got the songs. A lot of these people don't even know their music on there until I reached out to them. Like I got uh, on the movie, you'll see I got songs on there from uh, Chaos Community Server. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I reached out to him in prison. Uh, my dude, Lil Booter, I reached out to him in prison. So it's really just trying to make it bigger than me and doing stepping out the box and doing stuff I ain't really have to do. But it's just... I wanted to make it, uh, it's for the city, so it wasn't just about me. So Talk about that, man, because, I mean, like you said, you didn't have to reach out to other people. You could have made this all about you. You, you. You're funding it. You're starring in it. You wrote it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. could have made the soundtrack all about everything that you personally got going on, but you extended your arms out to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, because that's really what I'm just trying to shine the light on and just open the doors and let everybody know it's okay to be supportive and, I'm 33. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. So a lot of these people, I done seen them grow. A lot of people grew up seeing me out here grinding, doing this same thing, standing out here selling CDs and T-shirts for years. And they used to judge me and think I I was a lame person or something. But so now to see me doing this movie and all this stuff like that, I really just want to shine light on the unity and show everybody we can come together. You ain't always got to be selfish and thinking about yourself. Like with the movie, if I would have did it all by, made it all by myself, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be as big as how I wanted it to be. So 
Like I said, I wanted to be a movie to open the door for the city. I ain't the best. I ain't the only rapper in the city. That's what I mean to say. It's a whole lot of talent in the city, and a lot of people ain't got that work ethic that I got. So I know uh, with my help, I can help people, you know what I'm saying, get their music out here a little better than they might be able to sell. So at the same time, even though I'm doing the music, the movies, I'm trying to get into the management and help some of these other artists get out here who might got a hotter song than what I got. I might be to help them get out here. So that's my, more or less what I'm on. Like I said, I got so many different visions and different jobs. I'm trying to do this music, just one outlet for me. I know, you, I, I know you've been, <clears throat> excuse me, you've been in, and like you said, you've been in the game for a minute. I know my DJ career, I've been seeing you grinding right alongside. You've been talked about a little bit about the uh, Got My Hustle Up brand. Talk, I want you to talk about what started that. And that really, you know, that's really your thing. And yeah. people know you from that. And just talk about what that start, you know. Uh, well, the Got My Hustle Up, it actually started in 2011. Uh, when I first dropped it, I dropped the, uh, I did a video with Lil Flip. Mm-hmm. And I had a little flipping day. And you can look at the video, put in Got My Hustle Up. You'll see the video. Got 100 people with Got My Hustle Up shirts on there, including Lil Flip. And that's when the movement started. That was like April 27th. I mean, April 22nd, 2011. So I had a video with Lil Flip. Like I said, you can look at that. That was featuring me and my dude C-Ray. And that was basically my plan from the beginning. Like when I launched my Got My Hustle Up, the first thing I did was put out 100 shirts the first time. When the first time you seen Got My Hustle Up, I put 100 shirts on the street same day and shot the video and dropped it. So it's been a long process. Yeah. But, and like I said, even with that, like I had the shirts with the Jason mask. Yeah, yeah. used to <laughs> laugh at me like, man, why you wearing the Jason mask, man? You ain't wearing no Coogee, no polo, man. Da, 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 da. But now everybody wearing the Got My Hustle Up shirt. Yeah, so. you was branding it. You was branding yourself early, like yeah. when, before Cats was really thinking about branding themselves. I remember, yeah. I just remember seeing, you know, seeing you, you say, seeing you selling the CDs, seeing you with the tees, people walking the tees. I'm at Walmart, seeing Got My Hustle Up tees walking yeah. around like I, like you Definitely remember that. I wanted to ask you, man, is, is is rapping, do you look at rapping and making movies just like, are you just, do you consider yourself like an entertainer? Like you just do it kind of dabbling in a little bit of it all or are you focusing on one more than the other? How did you go through your career? I mean, honestly, I'm really focused on the music, but at the same time, when I was doing the music, a lot of people, they weren't tuned in like I wanted them to be tuned in. So in my mind, I just knew with this movie, it was going to be easy to get people to tune in and pay attention in and open their ears up and listen. That was like, at the same time, I knew that with myself. That's why I put other people's music on this movie so I can help other people too because mm-hmm. it's going to open the doors up for everybody. Like I said, it's bigger than me. And a lot of this, every song that's on the soundtrack, and said most of like got a video too, too, because I was going through YouTube and watching other artists' videos and picking the songs off there to go with it. So it's just really, like I said, just trying to shine the light on being supportive to everybody and, just making this bigger than me. Yeah. How can people grab tickets for the show? Uh, you can go to the Victoria Theater on Main Street and get tickets. You can go to TicketCenterStage.com, get tickets. 14 Karat Gold on Main and Get. I mean, 3rd and Gettysburg. I mean, Hillcrest and Gettysburg. <laughs> uh, or you can call me at 554-8221. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or go to com, Instagram. Anyway, just hit me up on social media, JasonDBKS, and you'll run into me. I know uh, Peso when he stopped by the pod, he uh, gave us a little sneak peek of the of, like the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I saw a lot of faces that you know people are going to recognize in this film. Talk about the process you went through of getting you know Michael Blackston and I think I saw Bambi in there and yeah, just yeah. Some the people. Bam. So just talk <laughs> about that process of getting you know getting people to believe in your vision. 
Um, and that was probably the hardest part, getting people to uh, see my vision. Like, I actually, me and Peso, I paid him probably, uh, I say, 2015 to, to film this movie. And his his grandma, unfortunately, passed away. And uh, it had turned into a process where it stretched out to probably, like, uh, 2000. I think I paid him 2014. 2016, that's when I ended up getting Michael Blackson. And I told him, like, man, we got to start this movie, man. I'm going to get Michael Blackson in this movie. Then nobody believed me. And I called him like, man, it was time to shoot. I got Michael Blackson on deck. So when you see the movie, that's like the middle scene where I shot with Michael Blackson. Mm-hmm. But that was the very first scene we shot. Oh, for real? And it was just, yeah, so I built it around that. Michael Blackson, he wasn't even trying to be in it, honestly. But, you know what I'm saying, I was able to talk him into it. So I think when he see the movie, he going to be surprised. I was able to use the scenes the way that I used it. Yeah. And we shot it in his hotel room. Yeah, I remember um, when that actually happened because uh, he was came to the station and I was interviewing him. It's like, you know this motherfucker, you know how he yeah. talk. I was like, yeah, man, he a good dude, man. It's like, it's a movie? It's like, it's a real movie? I'm like, yeah, man. And then he had one of his managers hit you up or whatever. So I was, yeah. I was, I was like, all right. And then I seen him posting about it on IG. I was like, all right, well, there it is. I mean, must have made the plug work, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely pulled it off. And then like the dude that played Biggie. I uh, seen him in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta. I snuck in the BET Awards. <laughs> I had bought a little fake Halt! How'd you sneak into the BET Awards? <laughs> uh, they be selling like scalp tickets out there on the streets. And it was really just when I got to the front, the police was checking somebody's ticket next to me. And he looked at their ticket like, man, this ticket fake. Then my heart started being like, oh, shit, I might got a fake ticket. Then as soon as he turned his head, I went inside and I just was moving from seat to seat. And I ended up. <laughs> that, that must be some dating shit because that's so funny to me because I snuck into the BET Award after party. <laughs> The year Michael Jackson died, we, we stayed in the Roosevelt. We went out there for the Tony's birthday. I was DJing. We stayed in the Roosevelt and it happened to have the after party was in that hotel. Mm. And uh I was I had some girl that we had met was trying to get into like the they block off that whole area. She was trying to get past the, you know, the blockings on the road. And I was going downstairs to get her, but I wasn't. You know, I was just <laughs> going to, I really was gonna go see what was jumping down there. Right. I was drunk, fucked up. Uh, Doc City was with us And you know Doc's much smaller than me <laughs> I had put on his shirt Cause he was Talking about this shirt All week hey, When he wearing this so I was fucking with him I put it on Stretched it out a little bit So it wouldn't be so <laughs> tight on him. Yeah give him a little room In it And they was daring me That I wouldn't go downstairs I go downstairs uh, The lobby The guards Same shit They're checking people's stuff Credentials 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 They all going through that I'm like, oh, I'm just a guest at the hotel. I'm just going to the lobby. So I walked past him, and I could have went to the lobby, but I was in the party because it was, like, right there. I just wiggled in. Time of my life, bro. <laughs> Time of my life. Everybody was in there. And that was back when, you know, Jay Holiday and Drum and all them. It was yeah, yeah. Ain't no party people. like a free party, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta wiggle when you gotta wiggle, you know? Right. For sure. So you were you snuck into the BC Awards <laughs> and yeah, made yeah. moves. Yeah, yeah, I snuck in there, and then I end up... Somebody was next to me, like, man, that's the dude that played Biggie. And he was behind me, and I turned around and gave him my CD, had him hold my CD, take a picture. So I still got the pictures hanging on my wall now. But when I got back to Dayton, I'm like, man, I should have got his number, man. So a year later, I was in L.A. promoting at the BET Awards out there, but I couldn't get in there. I was outside, and I seen him again. And I told him, like, man, remember I seen you at the BET Awards in Atlanta? And just because he seen me out there, and now you see me in L.A., mm-hmm. they just automatically assume, like, man, this guy got to be somebody. So that's how I be like yeah. when I be out in, out of town. I just carry myself like I'm famous, like I'm more famous in Atlanta and L.A. than I am here in my own city. <laughs> so that's why, you know, what I'm saying. And then like even with that, like like when I try to when I go out of town, I sneak in a lot of stuff. And 
And then, like, like I talked to the security guards and this and the other, but in my own city, that's where they would used to try to stop me the most. Like, when famous people would come there, try to keep me from making moves in my own city more than these out-of-town places. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It just made me like, man, I ain't taking no for an answer. I don't care who it is. I'm going to get to these people because that's how I look at it. Like, man, these people might got the opportunity to help me out. I ain't going to let this person standing here asking for ID or credentials or something mm-hmm. stop me from when I can, when this person right here this close from from how close we is, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. let nobody stop me. I gotta make something happen. How yeah. did that dialogue go with Gravy <laughs> about getting him into the movie? Uh, man, I just, shit. I be walking up to him, like, man, the same thing I just said, like, man, what's up, bro? You remember I seen you in Atlanta, man? I'm mm-hmm. checking, and he said, he gave me his number. When I got back to Dayton, he like, man, a lot of people call me and be playing, man. Send me your script and send me a little down payment and we're locking in. And at the time, I didn't have no script. All I had was a uh, thing I was about to do with Michael Blackson, but I had all these ideas in my head, so I went straight to the library, and I stayed in there for about a week at the most, and I typed it nonstop, got the script done, and I sent him the script, and locked it in, and I hit up Murder on Instagram. Now, I I booked Murder before anybody, before Plug Love 211 had just came out, so I was the first person to book Murder Pain in a movie other than a Detroit movie, so Mm -hmm. I was able to get him... uh, before anybody really knew who he was, so it really was just a good move on my end. I just yeah, good, good time in there. Yeah, yeah, man, that takes courage to um, you know, send your script to somebody you don't even know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We know him from you know what I'm saying the movies mm-hmm. and Instagram, but to send your script and you know we don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know him now, y'all yeah. people's now, but he could have took your script, ran over to Puff and be like, "Yo, I got one. <laughs> yeah. I got one. Let's make a movie." And, and right, right. saw your. script. Yo, all your hard work done by somebody else, man. So that that goes out to Gravy for showing love and being a real dude. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, well I would well, take that. I actually only sent him the parts, his parts. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I had it already <laughs> broke down. Where I ain't sending the whole script. I sent him the parts I wanted him to play so he could read about his character or whatever. But so I really was trying to cover myself on all aspects of it too, trying to keep myself from somebody stealing everything. And then to add that on, the trailer guy, I won best. Movie trailer in Hollywood at the film festival out there too. So dope. Yeah. So we working on that, waiting to hear from these other film festivals because we finally got the full film done. So we submitted to these other film festivals. So we just getting started with all this. You said you said you, it took you two years to shoot that. You said. Uh, yeah, yeah. It took me two years to shoot it, but the main reason I had surgery on my neck. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I'm saying I, I, I'm just now really getting back together as far as on the music side. Yeah. Like if you know me, I I, I be rapping fast a lot. I got switch it up, but. For a while, like when I was filming the movie, my neck had swole up, and I went to the hospital to try to see what it was, and I got a little scared. They said they thought I might have cancer. Jeez. Wow. And so I was going through that at the time of filming, and people didn't know that. Then after I had surgery, I had to uh, wait for my neck to get a little better so I could move around and be able to film the scene so it wouldn't be so noticeable. Then I got the results back, and I ain't had cancer. Thank and, God. Uh, yeah, so then after that, that's when I ended up dropping the movie trailer, and then that's when everybody got to more or less tuning in and, and seeing that I had something worth, you know what I'm saying, paying attention to. But yeah. What I'm, was the hardest part about the whole movie-making process? Uh, Really just, to me, just getting everybody to, uh, well, the hardest part was probably just, the hardest part just getting the locations probably for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because as far as the people, I ain't get, when you see the movie, I, ain't, I knew how to do it because I done been in a, a few movies that didn't work. And I seen how they messed up with they cast and how they messed up getting their people together. Mm-hmm. And 
I just knew how you had to be as far as I've got people working for free. I can't be, and they from the city. I and I, I ain't want to give them too much, too much work at the same time. Like yeah. a lot of people, like I had them basically being they self, mm-hmm. even though they ain't know they was being they self. The characters, when you see it, I got a, a lot of people in the city. They look probably like they could be actors if y'all people in dating know them, but outside they might look like they can be actors because I get I basically had them playing they self. Had them comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much ad living was going on? Uh, it was pretty much. I, to be honest, it was a lot of ad living because I basically like with the script, I give them the script and show them. I basically give them the, the direction of the scene of the character, and just have them freestyle it off. You know what I'm saying? Basically, feed off each other. Mm-hmm. And like this, what the scene about? This, that, and the other. And you handle this scene the way you would handle it in real life. Don't do no extra. You know what I'm saying? Just relax. So it was really. It probably sound hard to explain, but I just know how I was able to. Yeah, get yeah, the message get across. To relate, have yeah. a vision for the scene. These, yeah. are, this is the outline, and make sure we get to this end point. Yeah, we need yeah. this to happen by the end. Yeah, cause yeah. I show them the words and stuff that I want them to say, but at the same time, I'd be like, man, just, just the, the, the basis of what I need you to, the message of it. So, it end up uh, everything turned turned out good. To be honest with you. Yeah, that trailer looks dope. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, the whole shebang. It looks like it's gonna be a solid. Cause you know, there's always that cloud over artists or just people that's like in doing independent film it's always yeah. that cloud over like man this ain't you know people don't want to they don't want to jump into the support right they always, they always gotta push back a little and you see that trailer it make you want to see the rest of the film so that's fact that's that's definitely shouts to you shouts to the crew shouts to the editor pace so all everybody involved man it, it looks it looks solid uh, thanks appreciate and you said uh, of course michael blacks and gravy bam who else is in it like quote unquote uh, famous I also got the Double Dose Twins also. Like I said, they up-and-coming models. They've been in a lot of uh, people videos like Plies and Young Dolphin and a few other people, so they up-and-coming. Like I said, Murder Pain, Bambi from Love & Hip Hop, Michael Blessing, Gravy. You got myself. You got Bupac. We got Darnay. We got Seti C. We got all the uh, comedians. We got uh, rappers like Mike Lansky, Kooji, C-Money, Dirty Dan, Ready Baby. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of everybody in the movie. I got music from Chaos, Buddha, myself. Man, it's just big, man. We got locations from all the biggest spots, the main attractions in the city. Um, like a couple songs on the soundtrack was recorded by my partner, Mo Beats. Mm-hmm. I want to keep that on there. Uh, so I'm just trying to show love, man. My movie actually dedicated to Mo Beats. Yeah. Dope. So that's Super one dope. thing I want to put out there, too, man. Mo Beats, that's the reason I uh, end up coming up with this. Got my hustle up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was on accident, but like I tell everybody, like, man, he the one. If it wasn't for him, I probably, I might have would have came up with but he the reason that sparked that idea in my head to come up with the Got My Hustle Up shirts. Because at that time when I was doing stuff, I had the Bitch I'm On The Grind shirt. Well, I had the Bitch I'm On The Grind song, and I had another song called Where The Pussy At, and I had another song called Fuck Child Support, and I was trying to make shirts, but I'm like, man, these songs is too, I can't make no shirts with these that and have make it be universal where yeah. kids and everybody wearing because he's got these cuss words in it. So I was trying to figure out a shirt name and my dude, Coach Cronny, he had the I Ain't Got It and uh, Ken Lowe, he had the uh, Players University mm-hmm. shirt. So I was looking up to all that. I'm like, man, I need to give me a good shirt. And then I did a song with Mo Beats and in my song I said, uh, had enough of being down, time for coming up. Every time I come around, I always got my hustle up. And I said that in a verse and I go outside to smoke and I come back in and at the end of the song, when it's going off, he had that that part like, 
got my hustle up, got my got my hustle up. Every time I come around, I always got my hustle up. And I was just playing at the background mm-hmm. at the end. I'm like, damn, got my hustle. I'm like, man, and it just sparked that light bulb in my head. I'm like, man, I'm about to go with this, got my hustle up. That's when I'm gonna make the shirts. Then my partner, he and Tommy Lil' Flip was coming in town. I'm like, man, I'm trying to, I'm gonna launch my, do another song. A colleague got my hustle up and get the shirts made and launch my shirts that way. Yeah. So that was the beginning of that. So I, I uh, basically, I salute Mo Beats, man. I feel like he helped me come up with that. Definitely. R.I.P. to him. Definitely. Rest in peace, Mo. Mo was a dude that, if it, like you said, if it wasn't for, like, Mo was that for a lot of people. If it wasn't for Mo, a lot of this music stuff in the city wouldn't be as as, as tasteful. Mo was a genius at that. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you, you got a favorite, you know, you talked about some of the projects you've been in the game for a minute. You got a favorite project or a favorite push, a favorite time and space throughout this career? Uh, for mine? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I ain't gonna lie, right now, Right now, it's just um, it's just something I've been waiting for all my life, really. Like yeah. I said, my name, Dayton's Best Kept Secret. When I started doing this, I felt like nobody was paying me attention. That's why I, I feel like everybody was trying to keep me a secret. And even now, like, a lot of people still haven't been paying attention to me. Like, even when, I've been, when I was doing the movie, I was making posts. Like, man, I'm trying to get people in the movie. Wasn't nobody trying to be in it for real. Like, mm-hmm. everybody wasn't taking it serious. A lot of girls and stuff I was reaching out to, they weren't trying to be in it. That's why I ended up getting, like, Bambi from Loving Hip Hop to play the parts because I'm like, man, these girls who I'm trying to get, they ain't responding. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to get Bambi. Then I try to get some of these local strippers and stuff to doing these one scenes and they trying to charge me all extra. So I'm trying to tell them, man, it's going to be a good networking for you, this, that, and the other. They trying to charge me all type of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Charge me more than what I pay these famous models to be in. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, Boy, so now, right. <laughs> and then like just to see now, like now everybody like, man, I want to be in it, man. Everybody, uh, why'd so, you holler at me? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So me, I just look at it like I don't let none of this stuff go to my head. I just, I just want to do this to open the door and then show people like, man, don't judge a book by its cover just because y'all see me out here selling CDs in front of the gas station with all these bums and crackheads. Don't mean that I'm a bum. Don't mean that I don't got dreams and aspirations and that I'm trying to do something bigger just because y'all don't see me driving these flashy cars or wearing these expensive clothes. I took my money and invested into a movie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, so I'm just trying to get people to look at things different and not be so materialistic and, and think that they know something because of what somebody got on. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what now a lot of people looking now. they like, damn, how you do this? How you do? How you put this? Man, the same way y'all niggas wearing these clothes and wasting your money on all this throwing money in the club i just took my money and invested in myself yeah. you know what i'm saying it took time but i made it happen so and then nobody want to help me and i did it myself so just to be at this point and and see everybody facing especially the people who didn't believe in me man that's the a big accomplishment for me not yeah. not really trying to trying to rub it in nobody's face or nothing like that i just want to hopefully i open their eyes and get them not to be so judgmental, like damn, man, like I'm surprised, man. This dude, this dude, he he impressed me. I didn't think he could pull this out, but he did it. And even like with the movie, a lot of people they kept thinking it wasn't gonna drop. They kept like, when the movie gonna drop? When the movie? Like I said, they don't even know. Like they don't, people don't know I even had surgery mm-hmm. on my neck. I don't even talk about that like that. But I'm still going through this right now. Like every day, I gotta, I can't even move my neck without my neck still messed up to this day. Wow. They just said I ain't had cancer, so I ain't go back to see what it was. After that, like shit, I. It was stressing me out too much, so yeah. don't ever judge a book by its cover. Even though I got this movie, I still got family stuff going on, health issues, all type of stuff going on. I'm just trying to, man, be successful as I can and make a good life for my kids and my family and 
help other people in the process. One hundred, man. Talk, tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can you know get up to the get up on your social media. Just pass all that information out for everybody. Uh, everything, Jason DBKS, or you can go to Facebook. It's Jason Hampton. Uh, you can go to GotMyHustleUp.com also. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. You know, I know somebody did some acting back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He got a movie on YouTube himself. You know what I'm saying? If anybody want to check that out. I actually got two <laughs> movies on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? If you want to see my demo reel for your next movie, you know what I'm saying? You definitely check it out. I played a cop in one movie. I played a regular college student in the movie. You know what I'm saying? I wrote it, directed it, filmed it, edited it all on the camcorder. You know what I'm saying? So much like yourself, I got that hustle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So check out my work on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's called The Takeover. Yeah, it's a pretty good <laughs> film. Shouts out to DJ OPZ. He was my partner in that movie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Stay famous, what up? Yeah, 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 man. So uh, you know, check that out for when you got time, man. Holla at me. Trust me, you're going <laughs> to want my talents on your next film. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, bro. What do you, what's next? What, what, after this week, I know you've been, I mean, you've been pushing this for years. You've been putting this together for years. It's finally coming to that day. Mm-hmm. What's next? Uh, I mean, honestly, like I said, in my eyes, I'm just getting started. Uh, we just doing the the premiere Wednesday and Thursday. That's only gonna be the premiere. So from there, I'm just I might have another couple showings. I'm gonna do it like at the theaters for the first couple of weeks. Then I'm gonna drop it online later on this month or next month. Really, just trying to weigh my options, see mm-hmm. what people's responses to the movie, and then later on, I'm gonna drop it on DVD also. So that's gonna be later on down the line. So really, just getting the steps and process together. I already got another uh, film that I'm working on. I just came out from Atlanta doing a film with uh, Curtis Snow. You got okay. the movie called uh, Snow and the Snow Bluff. Snow and the Bluff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm uh, working on another film with him. Um, yeah, basically just trying to stay busy, man. I know everybody in day was waiting for this movie to be done, so mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I got to keep my foot on their neck, man. And like this time, the first one it took me a long time because of different little obstacles we went through. Now we got everything. Now I know everything. Now I don't have to... Damn, who gonna do this color correction? Who gonna do this mm-hmm. sound? What we gonna do? How we do this? How we do it now? I know everything, so it's a little more easier now. So we just trying to keep it going. This next film gonna be like a short film because it got my hustle up. It's two hours and fifteen minutes. Uh, we ain't mean to make it that long, but it ended up being that long. And I'm like, man, I don't want to cut nothing out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, with that full length. Oh, now, if it's two hours now, what the director cut like? Like three hours? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, Bonus scenes. Uh, deleted yeah. scene, all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, man, with this, so now, since I got this full name, now I can get away with shooting some short short yeah. films and stuff like that. So that's what I'm working on now also. And um, I got a documentary, The Road to Success. I'm going to put out a DVD. It's just showing, like myself, like I've been documenting stuff for years. Like my career, I got videos from, from 2008 with like Busy Bone and like interviews saying I was I wanted to do a song with Busy Bone and then I end up doing a song with Busy Bone so I'm just gonna put all this stuff together and show the road to success just to show where I came from Yeah, like a lot of this stuff I spoke into existence and it's been all documented so I've really been planning to put this out for a while but that's my thing man that's the main my main message is just you can do anything you put your mind to and don't let nobody stop you or discourage you cause like even my family didn't believe in me and like right now like, all my whole family, they looking at me like, damn, how you do this? They all thought I was going to be, like, in, in jail or a drug dealer and all this stuff like that. And now they see me doing something positive in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to shine a light on that, man. Like, man, don't always judge people. Like, you don't know what, what people going through or what they 
aspirations or dreams is. So yeah, people need to hear message. that too because Facts. because you you spoke on it, man. Like you didn't let. I don't have a script, and I got a I got an opportunity to grab somebody that can help me chase my dream. You didn't let the I don't know how stop mm-hmm. you. You know, you go to the library, you figure it out, you go get in the streets, grind and hustle, and like that's one thing I've always respected you for is like you don't let nothing or nobody or no one's no one's review per se, you know, stop you from going left or right. You know, you chasing it and you've been chasing it. And if anybody can't do nothing, they gotta respect that from you. And that's exactly. and that's and that's one hundred from you. So I appreciate that. I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited yeah, for you man. to get this When's off. that? You ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, man, I, I'm trying to. You look to, a little nervous, <laughs> I ain't going front, you look a little nervous. I mean, I, I just, I ain't really nervous, I'm just really, I know on the day of, I'm going to be a little nervous, like right now, I just got so much, I've been trying to get everything together as far as red carpet. Yeah, and, how, I wonder, how was it getting the Victoria Theater, I man, that's a staple in our community, that's been, you know, if, you, if you're from the area, you've gone there at some point in your life or something. Yeah, yeah, that was a, another task in itself there too because I was going to do it at the Neon at first okay. and the Neon hold 133 people and at first I got a lot of people I was trying to be organized I was writing down in people's names and trying to see who I was trying to get tickets and stuff and before you know it I had more than 133 people mm-hmm. so I'm like man I need to try to move this find a bigger spot and yeah. I didn't know where I was going to do it first but I ended up getting I was dropping my daughter off at school at Ponis and Police pulled me over in the parking lot for no reason and got to messing with me. And it made me so mad, I just got to ride in downtown. And I was still in the process trying to figure out somewhere else to have my premiere. And I looked over and seen Victoria Theater. And some told me to call them. I called them. And they weren't really trying to let me do it. But I came down there and, and talked to them. And, man, with anything, more or less, it just be having the money, man. When it yeah. comes down to it, they, be, they try to throw all type of different wrenches in it and try mm-hmm. to discourage you. But I just believed in myself and knew that I could make this happen. And I went on there and paid the money, locked it in. And like, even like I said, like all the people that were saying they wanted to come to the neon, like I was writing down all these names on the list. Cause I knew, I knew it was going to be bigger, but damn near 85% of them people didn't even buy tickets yet. So I look yeah. at it like it was meant to be. Cause if it weren't for these people who was acting like they wanted to come support, I wouldn't have felt like it was going to be big enough to do the Victoria theater. Mm-hmm. So they motivated me to get this venue. And I, uh, I, I already know, like, basically, I whether I make a profit or not, I know I, I'm not going to lose my money. So that's why I was looking at it like, man, if I can break even and pull this event off, yeah. it's going to be, you know what I'm saying, worth it. So that's how I look at it. So Dope. I just always turn the negative into a positive. Like, man, even though these people ain't buy the tickets like they said, it helped me. I already done sold. I know I got over 133 people that's going to be at this event already. So it's going to be bigger than what I was already planning. So Watch. Yeah. Four o'clock on Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. your phone gonna be on fire, oh, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People been hitting. Yeah, that's how it is. The last couple days, everybody been hitting me up. But. Yeah. You might not even be able to be in the premiere because you're gonna be out there selling them tickets. I'm dog. on the way. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. Away. Wait, don't start yet. Don't start yet. I got my money in my hand. Yeah. You know how niggas do. We yeah, last yeah, yeah. minute waiting oh, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just like even with the Victoria, just like a lot of people, like if you say it, like, man, I'm gonna get the Victoria Theater. Like, even myself, you wouldn't believe it. That's another thing. Like, I'm just trying to show people. You can do anything you believe, you put your mind to. Even You might not even believe you can do it yourself. Yeah. When I was going out there and calling them, I didn't really think. Like when I called the number, like I asked them, like, do y'all let people rent the, rent out the theater? And I didn't think they was going to even say yes. Mm-hmm. They said yeah, then I came down there. So it's really just taking that initiative and just not just being so lazy, man. That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell people too. Like a lot of people just lazy. Like when you see like people like my partners and them, like they be selling like, 
backdrops on like man i got a backdrop on sale right now for 299 dollars and stuff and you'll see people coming like let me get one but if you google it and look it up the same thing they charging 299 for it be 89 dollars so mm-hmm. it's really just doing that research mm-hmm. yeah. not just just being lazy for yeah. real that's, a, that's yeah. the thing i'm trying to teach people too like a lot of stuff i'm doing it don't be hard they be like how you get murdered to be in your movie man i just hit him up on instagram inboxing you know what I'm saying? How you get gravy? I just spoke to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm really just talking to him because the money that I'm paying him, and I'm not paying him no outrageous type money. It's really just the same type of money these people playing on shoes and mm-hmm. clothes. And like just how you said your dude living in California, he paying 4000 for rent. Yeah. Like, and t- shit, two months of rent, he could have done funded him a movie. Yeah. So I just, uh, you know what I'm saying? It might not be the best movie, but he, you know what I'm saying? There's ways around. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, people just use their money for whatever they can. Use it for it. Yeah. Like it might take, and then like the Michael Blackson, I took my credit card and maxed it out. Took the money off the credit card and paid him like that. Ooh. So it's less. Chasing, yeah, that's and I'm like, shooting the ultimate shot, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, man, <laughs> I'll pay it off when the movie done. Like now, even like now, it took some years, it took some patience, but now I'm finally, I can, I know for a fact, like all the money I invested, I'm going to make that back. Yeah. So it's like, Took some time, man. I've been struggling for some years trying to get this done, but now it's at the process to where at least now I can be like, man, it was worth it. I knew that I'm a, it might take some time, but I don't have no problem with standing out here selling tickets or mm-hmm. the DVDs once they drop or my music. It's just really just, man, perception. A lot of people don't want to be out here and be seen and have people judging them thinking that they... Yeah, so just everybody, everybody too cool for school but yeah, don't want to yeah. grind down and grind to get it. You know, they don't want to go... They they want to they want to look the part. Yeah. They don't want to put in the yeah, the right. hours and the work and the you know they they see the the sixty second two chains in the private jet video, but they mm-hmm. don't realize that's his eighty seventh show of the week. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> ain't no shortcuts yeah. to this, man. Ain't you no gotta shortcuts, grind. bro. Yeah, definitely. definitely no shortcuts, definitely. man. And I mean, look, it, I think it's all meant to be, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's happening on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Jason, I mean, all the, it just all flows together, yeah. man. It, it's meant to be. It's just yeah. meant to be. It's meant to be a success. And you know what I'm saying? It feels I salute organic. you, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. feels organic. It feels it feels like like it feel like unfortunately, it feel like you had to do it this way and you had to kinda like get it get the ball rolling because like like you say, people are always kinda hesitant, you know, eighty five percent of your list, oh, I'm gonna do it, but let me see something first or let me let me do this first. It take kinda like well, let me show them that I'm about this life, and I mean, and I'm serious about my my shit. Mm-hmm. And then it takes, oh, like you say, oh, it's Wednesday. I didn't get that ticket. Let me right. let me call him. Everybody's gonna be calling trying to get that ticket. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that phone's gonna be on fire, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get you in a, get you an assistant to hold the phone for the last four hours of Wednesday before that shit starts. Right, it's have your portable jumping. charger ready. <laughs> right. right. Phone about to be jumping, man. We definitely appreciate you coming through one more time on the social media, man. Jason DBKS on all social media except for Facebook. You can find me at Jason Hampton or you can go to gotmyhustleup.com. Tickets. Yeah. Ticketcenterstage.com or Victoria Theater, 138 North Main Street. Or you can go to 14 Karat Gold to get tickets also. There it is, nice. man. Appreciate you following. Appreciate you. Good luck with everything, right, man. Much success, dude. Yeah, go get it. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace.